Our work at KEHI matters, not only to impact the lives of our retail partners and suppliers, but to make a difference in our families, our communities, and even the world. Hello, my name is Adrienne Binder, and I'm your host for Fruit of Your Labor, a KEHI podcast. We aspire to update you on what's happening at KEHI and inspire you with the amazing stories of how you are working to make lives better. Enjoy the episode. This month, we're doing something a little different on the podcast. In honor of Employee Appreciation Day on March 3rd, we asked you, Kehi Nation, to submit questions you would like the CEO to answer. So, Kehi's president and CEO, Brandon Barnholt, is here with me to go through your questions about him, the company's culture, and our future strategy. Brandon, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Adrian. It's great to be here. I look forward to this. This is going to be fun. It will be. So to get us started, we're going to warm up a little bit with a speed round of some fun questions uh, and hopefully easy questions that were submitted by employees. So you have 60 seconds to answer as many of these rapid fire questions as you can. Don't take too long to think about it. Just go. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Where are you originally from? Denver, Colorado. What was your first job? Dishwasher. Where did you work before you came to Kehi? White Hen Pantry. How do you optimize your energy and focus throughout the day? Exercise in the morning, drink plenty of water. What has been your favorite or funniest moment that you've experienced on the warehouse floor? When I would go out on the floor at Romeoville, all the employees would whistle to one another so that they would know I'm coming. (laughs) You recently announced that you'll be stepping back from day-to-day company operations this coming April, and you announced Deb Conklin will be your successor as Kehi president and CEO. Do you have any exciting plans for the extra time you'll have when you're out of the day-to-day operations? I want to snow ski 20 days a year. I want to water ski 20 days a year. And I want to golf at least 20 days a year. What's your golf handicap? Well, today it's a nine. I want it to be a scratch. And what is your proudest accomplishment in your tenure at Kehi? Without a doubt, the talent that we have in our organization, top to bottom, it makes me proud. Time's up. Thank you to the following employees who submitted those speed round questions. Deborah Burgess, an account support in Jacksonville, Florida. Stephanie Cheely, senior account specialist in West Virginia. Joel Hutchison in transportation and Kim Strauss in field sales from Romeoville, Illinois. And then from Naperville, Illinois, David Bogertman, Chris Hartog, Marisa Martinez, Sean McCarthy, and Muhammad Khan. Now that you're warmed up, let's move into some harder and more serious questions. All right, we'll see how I do. Our first question from Hannah Williams, a software engineer, probes into the distinctness of Kehi's culture. How do you remain competitive and compassionate at the same time? Meaning, how do you prioritize the bottom line and competitive advantages while still putting people first? That's a great question. For me, it's something I've learned over the years that you, that is not a trade-off. The two go hand in hand. The way that we talk about it, the senior team, is it's, it's what you accomplish and how you accomplish it. We firmly believe that we have a great culture that is focused on our people and that people can come to Kehi, bring their whole selves and enjoy the environment that they're in. But at the same time, we have to get results. Another way of saying it is no margin, no mission. 
But I'd also flip that and say, without a mission, why have margin? All right. As previously mentioned, you will be stepping back from the day-to-day -day operations of the CEO role in April, and in doing so, transitioning to the role of executive chairman on the Cahey's Board of Directors. So, Lori Mendoza-Gran from Receiving in DC 27 Maryland asks, what is the role of the Board of Directors? Well, that's a really good question. And so let me first off state that it is true that at any company, the primary fiduciary responsibility for the company, how it conducts its business, whether it's conducting it in an ethical way and above the law in every way and from a financial standpoint with the utmost integrity is always the number one goal of a board of directors. In our case, because we're an ESOP, it also has the responsibility to help manage and conduct the ESOP's business in the right way. So a board of directors is principally involved with the hiring, the leadership, and the management of the CEO of the company. The difference between the CEO and the board of directors, the CEO is an employee of the company, has final and ultimate responsibility for how the company is run and how it conducts its business, but is accountable and therefore almost works for the board of directors who ultimately has control, as I said earlier, of the overall fiduciary uh, responsibility of the company. I hope that helps. Yeah, it's a really helpful explanation. Thanks. Our next question moves into your vision for Cahey's future. William Beatty, one of our professional truck drivers out of DC 19 in Texas, and Jim Urquhart in sales operations ask, where do you see Cahey in 10 years? And do you believe it will stay employee owned? Well, first off, let me answer that I believe and I hope that it will be employee owned. I think it's one of the real silver bullets in our company's culture and in the way we do business. And I think it's a differentiating factor uh, between us and everybody else in the marketplace by being an ESOP. And I believe it, it will remain an ESOP for a long time. Um, my vision beyond that in terms of the business, and of course, I need to stop and say that the vision of this company will be set by Deb Conklin and her leadership as the, as the new incoming CEO. But I can still answer the question that I believe in 10 years, we will be uh, from a top line sales or revenue standpoint, at least twice as big as we are today. So put us in the mid teens of billions of dollars. Our distribution network will be bigger, broader, but most importantly, it will be differentiated by how unique it is and how focused it is on the markets that we serve specifically in that geographic area. So our distribution network will look different than it does today and function differently and be much more tailored to the marketplace. But the last thing I would say is we will be selling into all channels of retail, not just where we are today, but our largest customers will always be chain grocery. And in the case of chain grocery, we will be absolutely the number one supplier and really will be a supply chain partner of all the retailers that we do business with. That's exciting to think about. Sales solutions specialist Ray Marvin asks a good follow-up to this. How can employees help manifest this vision for the future? Yeah, I love when employees ask that question because we don't get that done without everyone really in their own way understanding their piece of the vision, working hard towards accomplish it. So what I always tell people is work hard to understand where we're going and work hard to understand how your job and your department or your DC or what have you fits within that. And then, you know, engage and get aligned and do what you need to do to help us accomplish and achieve that. 
It's the job of leadership to set the plan and to give the, the employees of the company the resources they need to get the plan done. But ultimately, we don't get anything done without the people of the company getting it done and being passionate about it. And it starts with all of you just understanding it. Here's a great question from Murray Wigato in sales for DC 18 Romeoville. How did you get to be so awesome? Or to put it another way by Nicole Adams in supply chain from Naperville, Illinois, did you always want to be a CEO of a company? What led you to the role of CEO within Cahey? And then from Melba Graham, a lead in the Dallas DC, what does it take besides hard work and dedication to successfully lead a large business? Wow, there's a lot there. Let me, let me start by sort of laughing with everyone about Murray's question. I've known Murray a long time. He represents those group of employees that I'm great friends with, that I respect a great deal, and yet that we can have fun with each other. So I don't have to answer that question, I think, any more than that. Um, but the other two are really great questions about being a CEO. I get asked a lot whether I intended to be a CEO and, and then how did I get there? And I, I want to just say that the first thing is, is, yes, I intended to lead something. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it would be a company or an organization or, you know, a sports team or what have you. So growing up, I, I uh, had leadership qualities. I liked to be in the lead. And, and I think that does have to be sort of in your DNA. And so it's been very fulfilling for me in my career to be able to lead and, and then lead all the way up to and including this great company. You get there through a combination of hard work, through a combination of good breaks, and you need mentors along the way. You need people that see in you more than you see in yourself. They expect more from you. They put you in positions that you otherwise don't believe that maybe you've even uh, you know accomplished or have earned. But along that way, with those breaks and with people believing in you, you continue to strive to you know to be the best version of yourself. And in my case, I got a couple of really really lucky breaks and became the number two person in a company when I was in my 30s and then became a CEO when I was about 40 years old. And I've been a CEO of a company now for the last 25 years. The last part of the question really is, you know, what does it take to lead a company like this? I'm gonna tell you that, yeah, you have to be a leader and yeah, you have to work hard and yeah, you have to have some breaks to get there. But to lead a company like this, you need great people. You need a great team, you need great talent. Um, and then your job as the CEO becomes really twofold. The person that sets the culture and cheerleads for that culture. And secondly, understands the resources that it's going to take. And that's not just money, but it includes the money, the capital that it takes to get the job done. Um, your job is to go get those resources and to properly allocate them. So yeah, there's some, there's some skill and function required in there, but I, I want to end by just saying, it takes a great team, and we have a great team. On a recent episode, we talked about talent development, and one of the things that was mentioned is how important a mentor is, why you should seek out mentors. And I think what you just said is a great example of why it's so important to find people to support you and help you along the way. Most of the time, people don't realize that it doesn't have to be formal. You know, you, you have mentors in your life today. Um, you can seek out and be very formal and, and official with, with being a mentor or having a mentor. But it's my experience that most of the time it happens naturally, and those are the, those are the best situations. 
You've got people above you in the organization chart that, that uh, believe in you, that see, as I said earlier, more in you than you see in yourself and will help you along that way. Simply nothing better in your career. And one final question from John Krim in Commercial Strategy from Jacksonville. What do you hope people will remember most about you as a leader and a person during your time at Kahey? Yeah, you know, for me, that's it's really simple. I hope people know that I always considered myself one of you. I've never felt that, you know, that the position gave me any additional or extra, you know, power or authority. And so I, th I hope that people look back and say, uh, that was a leader that, that was one of us, and uh, he loved us. Thank you, Brandon, for taking time to answer all of these employee questions. It's been insightful to hear your perspective on KEHI and where we're headed together. We had a lot of questions submitted, and unfortunately, we couldn't get to all of them. So apologies to everyone who submitted a question that we weren't able to get to today. Brandon, on behalf of all KEHI employees, thank you for your willingness to answer these questions, and thank you for your amazing leadership of KEHI over the past 15 years. Would you like to leave a final word for our employees? You know, I would. Nothing big, but I, I want people to know that I've always said it. You're the best. I believe in you, and I love you. Thank you.